Hello to you all out there. This is my number five podcast and I've got a very special guest today. This is the first time I've had a guest on the podcast and we're going to be talking about self-discipline. That's a really important one for us and it's something that we want to talk about and hopefully help you in this day and age. So I'm going to say a big welcome to my wife, Nicola. Hello. Thank you for having me, husband. You're welcome. I'm very privileged to be the first guest. The very first guest. We were just chatting away in the other room and we Mm. were talking about this thing of self-discipline. And I said to Nick, why don't we jump on a podcast and Mm. and talk about it on there? Because we were dropping knowledge bombs in the bedroom and there was no one else (laughs) listening. So we thought, you know, well, let's, let's the people spread the word. need to hear this. The people <laughs> need to hear this this wisdom. So, yeah, we would. What we were actually talking about was the, um, you know, the self discipline that is needed to really raise your consciousness and raise your vibration. And you know, we're pretty good at that in a lot of respects. You know, a lot of our life is very disciplined. You know, with food, with exercise, with what we watch and what we eat and and that kind of thing but we've both got our own little things mm. that we sometimes slip up on that does you know does affect our vibrational energy mm. because you know to have that really high vibration you've got to be very disciplined and you've got to walk quite a refined path and you know sometimes we've all got our little things you know things that you know pull us back and pull us down and mm. and for me in particular at the moment especially the thing I get sucked into are the, um, you know, the the social media debates and the kind of, um, you know, going down the rabbit hole and going too deep into it and getting, picking up on the fear of that because, you know, I find it an absolutely fascinating time at the moment where the world is, you know, basically in a battle between the light and the dark forces. You know, I really believe that's what's at the bottom of it all. And... You know, I'm, you know, myself, I've aligned myself with the light for a long time. But I think when I get into the go down the rabbit hole and go too deep, I sometimes, you know, the darker aspects of that affect me. Mm. And so for me, I've got to start to be a little bit more disciplined there and pull myself back from that and not engage in so many videos or debates online and that kind of thing. And it was Nick that really brought that home to me. You know, she's we had a chat just a, a while ago and and. And it made me, you know, I had a little bit of an epiphany when she was talking because she was saying that, you know, that's your particular, you know, not weakness. What would you do? What would you call it, Nick? I think it's about becoming conscious. I don't know. I know. I know what you're asking, but I can't think of the exact words. Weakness, ten, a tendency. I feel like they're tendencies and everybody's got a different tendency. And as you increase your vibration, I think we just have to be really conscious of how the energy of other things outside of us affect us. And so that's what we were talking about with you. Um, you know, it's from a good intention. You want to be up to date on stuff and you want to know what's going on. But if it goes too far and you become too absorbed and you don't unplug, as I said, you know, as I said to you about unplugging, um, then it does start to affect you. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point because we've got a lovely, you know, we've, we've created a very lovely environment in our house. You know, Nick sages the house regularly and the energy is really clean in the house. And as I said, you know, we don't have a lot of negativity in the house. 
you know it's a very very positive environment mm. and we've got two little kids and you know that's helps to motivate us because we want them growing up in a very safe positive household um you know both of us never had that when we were growing up or it was it was different for both of us you know mine was mine was a lot you know my mine was not that you know I'm Maybe I'm speaking a bit out of turn for Nick, but certainly for me, it was, um, you know, I didn't grow up in that. So for me, I really want to create that positive, vibrant household for my kids where they can thrive and prosper. And be themselves. I think it's that freedom that we both, um, you know, we both share that desire to raise our children in that you know conscious way where the energy they're surrounded by in in the home and everything they do their schooling everything that we do for them it nurtures their individuality um and their their freedom their spirit really yeah absolutely and so so you know with our little tendencies the things that we've got that are kind of on the blind side which for me is you know certainly picking up stuff online that's not congruent with you know a high vibrational world and you know part of my motivation is you know the world is very corrupt and very dark and there are you know there is this battle between the dark and the light and you know so I like to spread the word a little bit you know if if stuff's going on I like to you know it's the indigo in me that wants to fight authority mm. you know because I I hate authority I always have done you know since I was a young kid and I was a punk rocker I've always disliked authority because I've always found found that authority is inherently corrupt you know anywhere you've got a pyramid of power there's always someone at the top that's very dark and devious and control orientated or there's a group of people at the top and so I like sort of you know talking about that stuff and you know being my doing my part for the people that are you know waking others up if you like and um, and I think that comes from a really pure place in you of wanting to um spread the light yeah. but I th it's balance isn't it with anything and everything you know for me my tendency the bit where I need the discipline is um food um you know in particular sugar it's like um uh what was you you said it earlier it's like a tendency it's something that I get triggered by you know if I'm struggling or I feel overwhelmed with something or even if I'm actually <laughs> really like buzzing with ideas I've, I've noticed this lately actually if I've got you know new ventures new plans new things I get so caught up in that my immediate uh reaction is to yeah, I'm, I'm not conscious then of what I'm putting into my body. And again, it's balanced. So it's not about, none of this is about perfection, is it? None of this is about, you know, eating perfectly or, you know, being perfectly away from social media and not getting caught up in stuff. Yeah. It's just being conscious of the balance. And if it's starting to affect you. So, I mean, how does it affect you? I suppose for me, when I... You know, I get loads of people sending me videos and memes and, um, you know, things that are going on very, very deep, you know, behind yeah. the scenes, behind the governments and that kind of thing. And I find it all fascinating. I really do. And but sometimes, you know, when you see what's going on and some of this dark, mm. dark, dark stuff that's going on in the world, you know, it can create fear. You know, it does Absolutely, create fear. And, yeah. and, you know, we've got two beautiful little kids that we want to protect as much as possible. And because of that, you know, I, I feel, I think that's the where the fear comes from in me, you know, and it brings that stuff up. So, you know, as we were talking about in the other room, you know, the, the real example is to be the, you know, the Gandhi quote, be the change you want to see in the world. Mm. And for me, if, 
if I'm in a place of light and you know higher vibration, that that fear and that negative energy doesn't affect me. And a good example of that is it's something I always used to do. And you know, when my oldest son Lee was growing up, and I remember there was times when he was going to school and he'd have been sort of six or seven. And, you know, it probably happens at mo- a lot of schools in the UK where there's a there's a weirdo that's hanging around by the school gates. And, you know, and I'd be, I wasn't living near them at the time, you know. So it used to put the fear of God into me, you know, this weirdo's hanging around in the school. And and I used to get this fear coming up and, you know, I, wa- I wanted to kill the weirdo, you know, because anyone hurts your kids, you just want to kill them. You want to, It's such know, an instinct, isn't it's it? It's that fierce, that fierce fierce protection you know that yeah, thing. yeah. Uh, but yeah sorry you continue but so what i would do you know that say, hang on a minute calm down the fear's overwhelming you settle down and then i'd do a meditation where i instead of going into the fear i'd imagine i'd i'd visualize a white light coming out of my house going up the motorway up the m11 to where lee lived into his house with his mum and surrounding his bedroom and engulfing him this really powerful white light and and every time I did that, I felt so much better. Mm. And it was a much better way of dealing with the situation that was mm. kind of out of my control. And um, and You're I know operating that from love, then aren't operating you, from than love. Fear. And love is so much more powerful than fear. Yeah. It's so much more powerful. And so that was. And every time I did that, I felt better. And and I also felt on a certain level, Lee was more protected. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and so with my kids now, you know, when I do get the fear, you know, you read about all the you know charge you know the dark stuff that's going on at the moment and so I come out of that and I do the little med. I remind myself to do that meditation and surround the kids with this white light and protection and that kind of thing and I feel so much better mm. I feel better coming after back I do that. home to actually what's real here right now aren't yeah. we? when we do that and that's it you know as Nick said there you're you're in a place of love when you do that you're not coming from a place of fear mm. and it's such a much more powerful energy so that for us, you know, we wanted to try and get across that everyone has got their things, their Achilles heel, yeah. the things that are their little weaknesses. And, you know, and as we were talking about as, we thought it would be a good subject for this podcast because, mm-hmm. you know, as I said, that's mine, you know, the sort of... Um, Whereas for me, I can easily stay away from, from all of it. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, the other side of it is you, you've not got that thing with food. So it's good. We can really help each other find that balance. We're good for each other, aren't we? We're good teachers for each other because Nick doesn't have the, uh, yeah, the conspiracy stuff thing going on and I or don't have the media, food. Yeah. I don't have any food triggers, so... <laughs> yeah, we, we're good for, for helping each other and guiding each other there. And But it's recognising it in yourself, recognising those tendencies, bringing some consciousness to them. Mm. And then, you know, when you start to really bring that into your conscious awareness, you can do something about it. You can choose. You can choose a different way. You're much more in control. I don't know if that's the right word, but in control of where you place your energy. Because when you get caught up in stuff, like with, you know, it is a scary time and, oh my goodness, absolutely, it's so easy to get caught up in what's happening on the outside. But, you know, something I said to you earlier, Glenn, was that, you know, we can't control, we can't click our fingers and change the world and make it this, you know, brighter, better place. But what we can do is adapt, you know, is to change and transform our inner environment. And it does feel that we've created this cocoon. I mean, at the minute, our children are only three and five. So it's easy because 
it's you know up to us we 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 create they're not out and about you know we're, we've still got that um control if you like over their environment and what they're getting caught up in and mixed up in but um yeah and that's the thing isn't it it's um you know in in this day and age because everything is so topsy-turvy and up and down and you know a lot of people are experiencing a lot of fear and anxiety you know I think the message is to create your own little bubble and make your home a real sanctuary and a, a place of safeness because, you know, if you feel good and you feel safe at home, you know, that's, um, you know, going to help your vibrational energy and help you to feel much better in yourself. So for us, you know, it's we do everything we possibly can to keep things on a higher vibrational as pos- higher vibrational place as possible. And, you know, so that's kind of why we started this discussion, wasn't it? But, you know, part of that as well is just being conscious of the stuff we get involved in or mixed up in that's not of a high vibration. Mm. So it's not this um, idea of living perfectly all of the time, creating this perfect bubble. It's just being conscious like now you today have become conscious of, uh, you know, maybe placing too much energy into, you know, Facebook or the conspiracy theories and all of that kind of thing and then I might become conscious oh you know what I've not been feeding myself the best <laughs> you know high vibrational foods and I'm, I'm feeling the effects and I'm feeling I can feel my energy and my vibration is is foggy um, so it's just becoming conscious and then choosing a different way so it's never about um, kind of beating yourself up for it or feeling bad about stuff in any way it's literally just becoming conscious and in that way as well you get to know yourself so deeply and the more you know yourself the deeper you know yourself and your tendencies and what you tend to get drawn into Mm. the easier it is to remain in that place of uh, balance and a lovely high vibrational energy and then you you thrive in that you really do and you know it kind of reminds me of that Ramana Maharshi quote um, know thyself Right, yeah. Know thyself. And that was, you know, he was an amazing spiritual teacher from India that influenced, you know, uh, Wayne Dyer and um, Deepak Chopra. All all the big teachers in the Western world at the moment have been influenced by Ramana Maharshi. Mm. And a lot of his work was about knowing thyself and really knowing yourself on a deep level, Mm. you know, beyond the ego and, you know, having this total authenticity in everything you do and everything you say. And um, so, yeah, that really reminded me of that. And talking about quotes, I thought every week I do this blog, I'm going to introduce a new quote. And um, so the quote of today, and this is a quote I absolutely love. It's a quote. It was originally attributed to Plato. And the quote is, be kind for everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. And I love that quote because yeah, powerful. when you remind yourself of it and, you know, if you're out and about and you meet someone who's a bit stressed out or you don't take to them straight away or they seem angry, you have this sense of compassion for them and a, a higher sort of level of understanding because, you know, especially now with mm. the world in turmoil. And the division, the division that's going division. on, it's so easy 
to get caught up in that division. They're in one team, you're in another. And yeah. One's right, one's wrong. They're all the arguments. You've only got to go onto social media to see all of the arguments. Yeah. Um, especially now, it is such an intense time. But if we just come back to kindness. That's so true, you know, and it is, you know, the world is never more divided than it is now yeah. with people arguing about everything. <laughs> Left, right, you know. Christian, Muslim, Black Lives Matter. There's all of this stuff happening and it's dividing everyone, which is such a shame. But if ever I have got into a debate with someone online, I always try to remember that because even if you're debating with them and disagreeing with them, you know, you can still respect them and, um, you know, have a sense of that they're on, they're just on the journey. They've incarnated into this life at this time like we have. They see the world differently to we do, you know, to to the way that I do. And so you come from a more compassionate place, you know, unless that is they start getting stroppy, then that's (laughs) that's, that's, the time to come away. That's the time (laughs) to come away because believe it or not, that does happen on social media. (laughs) No, really? Yeah. So, you know, you've got to, um, you know, and there's nothing wrong with having a healthy debate like that. But unfortunately, yeah, a lot of social media is where people get to a point where they start calling each other names and, you know, keyboard warriors everywhere. Um, So for me, that's that's what I'm, you know, I've made a conscious decision today. Yes. To ease off of social media. You know, there's a lot of my work is on there. And, you know, I love watching the, uh, you know, the feedback from I, I get from people. I love doing that. But as far as the other stuff, I'm going to ease back off that. You know, and one of the things I decided to do was I'm going to delete Facebook Ooh. off of my phone. <laughs> and in place of it, I'm going to uh, subscribe to Duolingo, Duolingo, which is an app that's going to teach me Portuguese because I live, we live in Portugal. And I've been a little bit lazy with the language. Yeah. I was really good when I was in Spain and I was getting to grips with the language there. But since I've been in Portugal, because it's a harder language to mm. learn, to learn than Spanish (laughs) I've been a bit lazy so I've got to get back on that so that's what I'm going to do I'm going to swap out Facebook for this app and replace a bad habit with a good one yeah so that's the thing choosing to play that's the thing you're now you're conscious of that you're choosing to place that energy somewhere else yeah and that's the real sort of message that we wanted to get across you know once you look at the habit and the thing that you've slipped into then you draw that into your conscious awareness, have some, um, you know, some clarity around it and some awareness and then think, right, what can I do to make changes? Mm. And that's that's the resolution. So there's stages to it. Yeah, I think a lot of the time as well, we don't realise how we're being affected by certain things until there's that light bulb moment. So even if, um, you know, like the social media stuff, if we're plugged into that a lot of the time, we might not be aware it's actually placing stress upon us even physically you know it's it's um it can affect us all in different ways but we just go along and we're not sure why we feel how we feel why we're not quite feeling ourselves especially if you're sensitive which you know we both are me especially that's why I can't I just choose not to do much on social media at the minute anyway because I know I'm just I'm too sensitive for it and it will affect me and it will start making me feel tired and and foggy and just, yeah, Yeah. not very good. And I noticed with Nick, you know, it's something that if ever there's something, you know, comes on the TV or if there's a film that, you know, is a bit dark. (laughs) Yeah, it's like the the film The Joker. I don't know if anyone saw that. It was a really interesting film, but it was very dark. It was the one with... um, 
Yaquim Phoenix. I can't remember. Am I pronouncing this right? Yaquim Phoenix. And he was the lead character in it. And it was kind of a good story that was about, you know, a lot of what's going on today. And, but it was very heavy, very dark. And, you know, Nick just couldn't watch it. And and I watched it. most, Most films I can't watch for some reason. No, you just well the energy's too heavy for you, yeah. too dark and I just for feel me, it in the house even. And though. I always say I can watch those things and they don't affect me and yeah, in the same way. But I think, you know, they yeah. do. I'm starting to realise they do. You know, it's not like um you know, I because as as I said, you know, I grew up in quite a tough environment, so I feel like I can deal mm. with most things, you know, I can there's not a lot that phases me. But I think yeah. on some level they do affect you. You know, everything you see, everything you watch yeah, the, impacts I, and you. And I see that in you too. With me, I feel like I'm very obviously affected because it's just there and there and I just can't, <laughs> I just can't take the energy of the dark films or to going too heavy into, you know, certain things. But whereas with you, yeah, you can sit there and you can watch the documentary or watch the film um, and you'll be fine. But then... I don't know, you might feel a little bit groggy when you wake up in the morning or... Or be worrying you know, about the kids or Or be worrying about the kids. And it's not obvious that it's actually related to what you've been watching or what you've been taking in. Mm. But especially with, you know, hypnosis. You know, yeah. I'm a hypnotherapist too. We, we both understand the conditioning and the, um, you know, the, the stuff that we've been, and you, know, you know, watching. Yeah, and, on, and I think that there is a lot of stuff at the moment that's put out there's so much fear in the world and it comes from Hollywood, it comes from the media, it comes from the news you watch. And, you know, it's by design. They're keeping us in a state of fear to control us. Mm. You know, so... Um, but there's so much good out there. You know, the beauties, we can have Netflix, Amazon Prime, there's some amazing documentaries. So it's not about, oh, not going online or not going on... Um, you know, uh, like watching TV or anything like that. It's not about cutting those things out. It's just making a different choice. Yeah. So we still sit down in the evening and I still then want to watch something on TV or watch a film, but then we'll try and watch something that's a little bit different. You know, Teaches it you something. Yeah, and it doesn't even have to teach you something massive. It could just be something that inspires you in some way. Or yeah. you know, It's not that everything has to be educational or you know teaching you something all of the time you can still sit and kind of <laughs> I find that escapism but you just choose where you're getting it from I mean for me yeah watching Chelsea at the weekend you know <laughs> that that does it for me you know I know at the end of the day football is pretty meaningless you know it's just 22 <laughs> guys kicking a football around on a pitch but you know I grew up as a massive Chelsea fan as a kid in the 70s and you know, it was a big part of my life back then and it's still kind of hardwired into me. And so I, mm. you know, watching a match for, you know, 90 minutes is a escapism for me. You know, mm. I just get lost in that and I still enjoy that. But I recognise it for what it is now, you know. I'm not a sort of diehard. Yeah, that's a good point. It's just seeing stuff for what it is, yeah. isn't it, and a lot f- of the time. And being mindful where you're putting your attention yeah. and, and what's it what's it doing for you, you know. So... I think, yeah, that was our little message for the day. We're not going to go on for too much longer because um, there's no um, meditation at the end of this. So we just, but we just kind of felt inspired to talk about this stuff because, you know, we're all in the boat, same boat together. You know, we're all going through this Yeah, we've all got different stuff. Nobody's perfect. (laughs) Everybody's got something that's their thing, you know, to work on. But I think the most important part of our life is that we're always striving to, um, yeah improve and to you know have a more be the best version of ourselves yeah and step more into the light you know move mm. away from the dark in every way mm. that you possibly can because we 
we've incarnated at this time and we have free will. We've got the choice in everything we ever do to choose between mm. the light and the dark. And just one point I want to add before we finish up is it does take courage to step out of what you know because yeah. it can become such a comfort zone. And so when you suddenly start seeing, oh, my God, you know, the films I'm watching are actually affecting me or, oh, my God, I'm, I'm on social media too much and it's affecting me, it's very easy to sweep that under the carpet because you don't want to stop the films or stop the social media or stop whatever it is that's, you know, not, you know, not yeah. having the greatest, um, you know, effect on you. But, yeah, when you do become aware, it's just, again, it's just creating different routines, different things, choosing a different option. And delayed gratification, which yeah, we've talked about before. Yeah, definitely, you've taught me about a lot. Yeah, you're putting off a short-term reward for a longer-term gain. You know, that's always the thing. And having that self-discipline and that courage in life, you know, you need a lot of courage and, uh, you know, to be brave in this day and age. So the spiritual journey is one of yeah, bravery. We have to face our demons, mm. our darkness. It's not easy, but we can have support. Yeah, too. the spiritual path is a, can be a tough journey. It's the warrior's path, isn't mm. it? You know, I, I often used to hear that when I was learning about spirituality and it really can be um, a tough birth path at kind It times. takes courage to, to see the truth, whether yeah. that's within yourself or and, outside of you. And to be authentic, you know, and to really go deep and recognise aspects of your character and your shadow that need mm. work. Yeah. And we all do, you know, we're all, all on... of us, yeah. Every, I've never met anyone who's worked out the real deal, you know. No. We've, we've known some very smart, wise shaman and people like that and we've hung out with them and, you know, they even, they had their I own it's stuff. It's part of the human experience, isn't it? You yeah. know, we're, 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 we're spiritual beings, but we're still in this human experience. And so I always think you can... There's such a... And I, this preconceived idea of what it means to be spiritual and I feel like it's so important that we kind of delete that that's going to be different for every single person yeah um and so i think yeah, yeah if we were completely worked out and we were vibrating at a very very high frequency wouldn't we, wouldn't be, we wouldn't be we wouldn't be here this is a this is a this planet is of dark and light this is the school this is the school and this is the opportunity to graduate and that's what i've always felt about this life you know we have this golden opportunity to you know clear our shadow raise our vibration and graduate and you know, ascend to higher places, hopefully yeah. in the next yeah. the next incarnation. While still enjoying the human experience and everything that comes along with being human yeah. as well. Well, I think that's a beautiful way to finish. So Good. thank you everyone for thank listening. Thank you very much. Do uh, leave your comments and uh, likes from whatever platform you're listening to this on. And yeah, thank you so much. I always appreciate everyone who does do that. So mm. Take care. I will see you very soon. And thank you to my very special guest, guest my wife, Nicola. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Bye. Take care. Bye.